Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flag Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to another Melchester Odyssey. I have in my right hand um, the thirty-first uh, uh, of March, nineteen eighty-four. You know what? I'm lying. It's my left hand. There. Deal with it. Well, thanks for um, holding up. Yeah. Um, so across the top, it says there is an Arsenal and England under twenty-one star inside in the sign, please bit. 1984, Arsenal and England under-21 star. I haven't even looked. I don't... Oh, we know who it fucking is because it was flagged up last week. Stuart Robson. Stuart Robson, isn't it? Great player. Played for West Ham. Yeah. Should have got one numerous England caps, but he played by injury. Yeah. There um, he is. It's quite is. different I don't remember there. him looking like that, actually. He, he, uh, he's still occasionally... He's uh, still occasionally on Talk Sport and he, he's got this... When he turned up, he was one of those players you rubbed up against other players the wrong way a little bit. He was quite arrogant. Good. He was quite arrogant. Mm-hmm. And so when he walked into West Ham from Arsenal, legend as it, I mean, West Ham had done well a couple of seasons before. Uh, we'd had a good team. And then he was our first sort of big signing. And he was like England under 21 captain. But he came yeah. in and was really like this. He, he, looked, he looked around at the training ground. There was all these seasoned pros there, the likes of, you know, Alvin Martin and Alan Devonshire and Ray Stewart and Phil Parks. And he was mm. like, looked around like, fucking hell, what a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> it was strong, like, it was a bit Teddy Sheridan turned up at Old Trafford. Yeah. But worse, he, he'd come from Arsenal, which is obviously a much posher and better resourced football club, to be fair. And he'd come yeah. over to East London and we had like... I think our training ground was literally like a wreck with a porter cabin. Well, to be fair, back then, Arsenal was a bit of a shit show. It was. Before George sort of picked it up and it sorted was, it out. It but, was, but still it had... But even so, You know, yeah. in the scale of London clubs. <laughs> I, I'm, speaking, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm honest enough to admit that Arsenal have always sort of been the top club in London in terms of, like, their heritage and everything. And, um, yeah, he was a bit like... Fucking hell! Is it? Apparently, he went up to one of the like top players of the way off the training field off his first day of training. Went, well, that wasn't very good, was it? And the bloke Whoa. goes to him, "No, I thought you did well, mate. Don't worry, it takes a while to settle." And he goes, "Oh no, I'm not talking about me. 
I'm talking about that old training session. I <laughs> thought it. I thought I was back at fucking kiddies club. That was a fucking joke. What kind of a football club is this? <laughs> <laughs> so he never got on with them, but I loved him as a player. He was brilliant. And also now he's got a right fucking sweet gig, mate, because he does right. the co-commentary on FIFA 23 and he did it on FIFA 22. Oh, and really? That is a plum job because I reckon wow. they pay you a lot. And I heard him yeah, on a West Ham podcast being interviewed about it. And he said, yeah, you basically turn up for like four or five days of recording. And you obviously have to record every single fucking scenario could it be could said. be. Yeah. And the yeah. commentary is much better than it used to be. You know, it used to always just have like three rotating phrases. Yeah. Now it's quite accurate. It quite responds to what's happened. Right. So that means he's got to record loads of shit. But they, you know, EA Sports, that's like the biggest game in the world. They've got loads of money. They could hire anyone. He got the gig. So he that's doesn't one. even need to fuck around doing a load of like all the local radio punditry and stuff like that. He mm. just turns up and records that once a year, mate. Bang. Get in. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't played FIFA for quite a while because my son doesn't want me to play with him anymore because, as I mentioned, <laughs> yeah. in the He's self-policing now. episode earlier this week, he doesn't want to spend as much time with me no. anymore. We, don't, we do some things. Yeah. together but he doesn't play FIFA with me because I'm not very good at it anymore yeah oh, you know I remember what? when I used to fucking let the little bastard win I know I seven know. years it's ago it's actually you telling me this is making me feel a bit upset in a way because it's just going to happen to all of us no don't say sorry I feel bad for you because you know you've got a sense of humour about it but end of the day it is you know it's sad isn't it because you have a special you friendship with your kids I'll tell you get a dartboard because yeah. we still play darts oh, together. Oh, that's nice, Get a yeah. dartboard. Yeah. You might graduate from it. Because he'd be off playing FIFA with his headset, with his mates and everything, and he won't want you to play. Yeah. But he will, he'd probably still play darts one-on-one with you. Yeah, I'll find something we can do. Yeah. Maybe we'll both anyway. take up smoking. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or sticks. Getting stick yeah, collecting. Yeah, I, like I that. really, that's when I know that his childhood will be over, when he stops wanting to play sticks with me. And he loses interest in sticks. Yeah, then yeah. it's all it's all over. It's gone. That's, it happens, though. You can't go back. You can't. Uh, so, Roy the Rovers, yeah, uh, on the front page. Melchester Rovers had stormed into the semi-finals of the FA Cup after a brilliant tactical victory over Carford City. It was hilarious, is what it was. Humiliating for Carford. Tactics! Blair. <laughs> you done me with tactics, Roy. I've tactics, yeah. I've absolutely <laughs> tactics, yeah. Right up the wazoo. Um, it's more, I'm more than just a fucking supreme footballer and fucking legend. Barroom yeah. legend and supreme footballer. I'm also a fucking expert tactica. So you can I've keep all your brain, continental you know. super coaches. I'm not just good looks and an incredible body. I also have a brain. <laughs> an exceptional um, brain. Uh, but Roy Race's celebrations were soon cut short. And they're all sitting around uh, with the TV on in the dressing room, waiting for the draw. And uh, Jimmy Slade says, uh, Roy, there's no doubt about it. Walford have beaten East Stoke. They're through to the last four. Wouldn't it be amazing if we were drawn against them in the semi-finals? Roy thinks, no, it fucking would not be amazing, Jimmy Slade. <laughs> be my worst fucking nightmare. Uh, uh, Roy just looks terrified He's, he thinks phew embarrassing is the right word as far as I'm concerned especially if we were knocked out with a cup by the team that I deserted better to play them in the semi-finals than the final though surely yeah 
to be humiliated by them at Wembley would be horrific. Yeah, if you, it's a good question that, if you ever found yourself in an FA Cup final against Newcastle United, how would you feel about that? It would be horrendous. (laughs) It would be horrendous. So it's not something you've ever dreamt of or wanted to happen? I I mean, I'll I'll be perfectly honest, I don't really give a shit about any other football team yeah. apart from Sunderland and I don't buy into this r- ridiculous negative rivalry between Sunderland and Newcastle right because both cities have been shot on by successive governments for decades yeah. we're all floundering around in the same cesspool in yeah. this part of the country yeah you're right but it's, bit, um, it's all a bit of fun isn't it, <laughs> it it's, <laughs> it's a yeah. good laugh yeah. hey you can support I mean, another the, football club I'll smash your face in there's, there's people who, who support Sunderland and who live in Sunderland who will not visit the city of know, Newcastle. They won't of go that. there yeah. and vice versa. It's like that's, I mean, it's, that's it's, sensational. That is, it's that's ludicrous. That's amazing. I told you about the time I was out in Newcastle once and some lads came up to me in the queue for a taxi rank. And I went, oh, mate, I heard your accent. Is it your first time in the Toad Lake? And I went, no, I've been here a few times, actually. I love it. He going, it's fucking amazing, isn't it? And I yeah. And he goes, it's my first time. And I went, what are you talking about your first time from? He went, I'm not, I'm from Sunderland. And I went, how old are you? And he went, 23. And I went, and this is your first time out in Newcastle. What do you usually do? He goes, oh, I go out in Sunderland. I swear I'd never come here, but now I've come here and it's fucking great, man. It's open me eyes. <laughs> I was like in fucking stitches. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, the train takes 20 minutes to get here, so I've never bothered before. <laughs> Long fucking way, like, I can just walk to the boozer in my own street. <laughs> it was weird that yeah. I, he was asking me questions about Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, well, you've been here before. Oh, well, about yeah, it. you know your way around then. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it, the whole thing, the, the, the whole rivalry is ridiculous. Um, but... If we, we play them in the FA Cup final, I would be shitting it. It would be horrendous. <laughs> yeah, I've always because thought if we can't. came up against Spurs or Chelsea, or of course like or Millwall, Millwall, but that's even less likely, it would just be, the stakes would be so much higher, wouldn't it? I mean, it would be awful. <clears throat> but Millwall would be the worst. Imagine you got Millwall in the FA Cup final, yeah. because then the onus is on West Ham to win that. Oh, yeah. Millwall are by far and away the underdogs. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. So it makes it even worse, yeah. The humiliation potentially. Plus, imagine, so imagine the plans they'd have. Like, who knows? Oh, God. Who knows probably what, got plans now. Who knows what pranks they'd have planned at Wembley Stadium that day? They've probably got plans now. They'll have, like, a name or something. Operation, I don't know, Smash Hammer or something like that. Fuck. <laughs> Operation Death Angel. Well, when we finally face the Hammers at Wembley, as is our destiny, as was written in the ancient book of Millwall. (laughs) God, uh, that can never happen, can it? Yeah. So, yeah, he says, embarrassing's the word as far as I'm concerned, especially if we were knocked out of the cup by the team that I deserted. Uh, And then it says, Roy's feelings were understandable. Only a few short months ago, he had left to become player-manager of Walford, following a dispute with the Melchester directors. This must be the thousandth time that phrase, following a dispute with the Melchester directors, has appeared <laughs> in this comic. Roy, 
had subsequently returned to his beloved Rovers after discovering that a, inverted commas, mental block prevented him from scoring against them. <laughs> you got like nine-year-old kids reading this being exposed to the concept of a mental block week after week. What's a mental what block? Salad? What's that all about? I'm not. Yeah, give me that brilliant. bloody comic. No, you're not reading this anymore. That's mock. That's, that's socialist nonsense. That is mental block. <laughs> Putting communist ideas in your head. The bloody printing unions probably got hold of this. <laughs> Start getting their ideas in there. And uh, and then Roy is imagining a scenario where Walford is scoring against Rovers, uh, and he's looking on as as the Walford player wheels away and celebrates. Yeah, it's his worst nightmare. So we'll see. We'll see what happens over the page. Uh, later on the return trip to Melchester that's a lovely picture they're driving back on the bus in darkness yeah he's done it all in black and white old skew it looks really good and dramatic doesn't it looks cosy too I wouldn't mind being on that coach I'd be having a lovely sleep got some low lighting on on the bus itself the the headlights are beaming off in both directions as they're driving uh, um, sorry I called you Len there Andy do you um, have a, uh, logistically speaking, I've never really fancied coach journeys because I've heard they're like pretty like horrible. Um, mm. But I believe National Express is more the upmarket option, right? Is that right? In comparison to I like think, well, Megabus. Compared to, let's say, Megabus, yeah. I think yeah, National Megabus Express is like it. fucking mayhem, yeah? Yeah, well, I don't know. I've never been on either of them, so well, I don't know. All but... I'm saying is from a logistical point of view, right, because I sleep, as you know, I sleep very easily on long journeys. Do. So I'm thinking, say if I needed to go up to, like, Scotland or Newcastle or Sunderland or something, mm-hmm. maybe if I just got on a fucking coach late at night and it went through the night, it's, it's like next to nothing the cost, isn't it? Well, get the sleeper train. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the coach... Is so much mm. cheaper than the train, isn't it? It is. And the reason yeah. you get on the coach, the reason you don't get the coach is that it's supposed to be like hell on wheels. Yeah. But if you went on a nice overnighter where it was all quiet and yeah, you could just yeah. sleep, but maybe. You've got no guarantee. May- it, might, it might be like night hell. It might be like a disco on there. Yeah, that's the it's risk, isn't it? It depends on who's on there, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, if anyone's listening are. and wants to get in touch and let me know what. I mean, I haven't got any journeys planned like this mm. but I'm just looking at this image of the coach and thinking a late night coach trip through the night on empty roads where you can just sleep yeah. oh, it might be quite pleasant and fun in a way but am I being unrealistic get in touch and let me know what your experiences are I've always fancied the sleeper train just as an experience just to mm. do it see what it's like I've slept I've, I've done it on the continent several times oh, right. yeah I've done um, on the continent on the continent yeah. I've done it I've done it I done it um Paris to Bar I went to, or took my dad to see Barcelona at, at wow. Camp Camp Nou and we got the train to Paris hmm. and then we uh the Euro started to Paris and then you change onto a sleeper train and went to Barcelona. You had dinner on the train, yeah, quite nice. Good. I was, it was still when I was drinking, so we had a bottle of wine and dinner in the it's in the dining dinner. car. Yeah. It felt like James Bond and then I got into my couchette. I got into what a, called? I got into a little right. couchette, mate, and just lay lay there and slept. And in the morning, they came and banged on the door. The geezer go like this: "It's breakfast, breakfast, right?" And he wakes you up. <laughs> wake as, up, English! As you're approaching, wake up, English! It's done for your scrambled eggs and bacon. We make it just for you. 
<laughs> yeah, and you wake up, it's all sunny, and you're rolling into Barcelona. You look out the window, you see the seaside. Fucking sensational, yeah. mate. It's not even that expensive. I've done it then. I've done it a number of times. I took, for you. For our five-year anniversary, I took the missus on the Orient Express. Fucking blinding. Nice one. I thought yeah. you were going to suggest something for our 50th anniversary that's coming up well, next I, month. I would, I would love for you and I to go on the Orient Express to Venice together. <laughs> I think we'd have a lot of fun. It might be worth us it. looking into. We could do a special fundraiser and do some special shows for people just to raise the money. It's not cheap, but, no. mate, you would love it. That You get your own right. fucking butler just for your cabin, and he stands outside, and at one, and you don't even know what's coming next. I got a knock on the door about three. We were just sitting there going through the Swiss Alps. I was reading a book. Knock, knock, knock. I mean, this is years ago. This is like, would have been 2010. Knock, knock, knock at the door. What's this cunt want now? Open the door. Full cream tea. Get in I hadn't there. even ordered it, mate. It was a whole tower. You know, a cake tower yeah. with little finger sandwiches and little cakes, yeah. right? Cream cakes, French fancies, all of that. Little finger sandwiches, salmon, cucumber, whatever. Pot of tea and a pot of coffee. Wheels in. I go, what's this? I didn't order this. Hey, I'm not paying... I know what you're doing. You're trying to upsell me. I didn't order this. And he's going, no, this is just part of the service, monsieur. Complimentary. Yeah. I go, right, get out then. I'm going to fucking scoff on this before anyone asks any questions. Scoff, 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 scoff. Drink, drink, drink. Right. Get this trolley back out in the hallways. Get him away. Kick. <laughs> uh, then 25 minutes later, he knocks on the door again. Would sell like a pack of playing cards? <laughs> yes, they I fucking sealed. would. Leave they them are, outside. They are they are the ones with the naked ladies on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too Here. fucking right, I would. Yeah, you got any flick knives? Yeah. <laughs> you got any of them sweets that come in long strips all stuck together? You know the ones, didn't you? <laughs> Leave out you and get some of them, will ya? <laughs> Strawberry ones if they got them. If not, I don't mind. I'll have the orange. <sighs> Jalapeño. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Anyway, back to Belchester. Uh, so they're on the coach. Uh, 
and Roy, Roy sitting there, they're doing... Oh, the, the radio's on. It says, and here is the draw for the semi-finals of the Football Association Cup. Quiet, everyone. Here it comes, says someone. Uh-huh. Roy held his breath. Roy sitting in his seat with his eyes closed and his fingers crossed because he doesn't want fucking <laughs> Walford in the draw. Uh, and it's it just it says, Walford Rovers will play Melbra. Oh! And uh, someone says, Melbra, that means we've come out of the hat with Weston Villa. Wahoo! <laughs> Have you seen who says what who? Western Villa is the bit that I'm laughing at. Western Villa. Hang on, let's have, have a you look. seen who says what who? Fucking Vic Guthrie? Wahoo. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's Vic Guthrie. Oh, I thought it was fucking Charlie Cart because he looks like he's got grey hair here. That is not. Yeah, Charlie Cart's like, wahoo. What? Wahoo. Vic Guthrie would never do a wahoo. Where fucking who? Maybe he's being sarcastic. Oh, where fucking who? Lardy Dar, Western fucking Villa. <laughs> so Blackie comes over to Roy and he's got his fist clenched. In excitement. And he's excited. Roy, just supposing that Walford and the Rovers get through, we've got a great chance to demoralise them <laughs> before we meet in the final. Fucking hell. <laughs> ah, right. I love demoralising people, don't you? We got, we got the chance to psychologically dismantle them, right? Each and every one of them. Right. Toe. You've always told me that the sweetest feeling is to remove any trace of hope from another man's mind. <laughs> and this is what I think we can do. <laughs> <laughs> You're until, right, Blackie. Until, it's if, hope that keeps a man going. But if you can snuff his hope out, then what's he got to live for? Now. And that's where you've got him where you want him. After that, he'll do anything you tell him to. <laughs> There's no better feeling than looking at a man whose eyes have gone glassy because he's realised that he's ran out of options. <laughs> he's uh, he's manoeuvred himself somehow into a cul-de-sac. <laughs> It's a lovely sight to behold. <laughs> Psychological cul-de-sac. <laughs> so Roy says, uh, how do you mean, Blackie? Blackie says, we're playing them on Friday night at Walford. That rearranged <laughs> league match, remember? Uh, all right, whatever. If you say so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roy, Roy, who on the previous page has been painted as a tactical genius with a fucking super brain, says, uh, good grief, you're right. Yeah, We're playing them on Friday. Fuck Fair me. enough. I'm not going to argue with you. I don't usually know when we play till I turn up at the ground or get on the bus. Um, at home, Roy discussed the what the problem with his wife Penny. Now let's take a look at Penny. <laughs> fucking hell! Whoa, she's uh, fucking hell. She's, she's pushed the boat here. out. Yeah, must, God. bloody hell! Look at this. Not just the yeah. dress, but look what she's laid on the tray. This is like the Orient Express all over again, mate. It is and candles and everything. And he's changed she's into got, his best red polar neck as well. She's got, uh, uh, let's describe it as a figure-hugging yellow dress. Which you've got straps halter, halter that go top. I think that's a halter neck. Is that what you call it? A halter neck. And then yeah, you see her in the, the next frame and it's just it's just tied around the back of her neck in just like a little ribbon. <sighs> Penny, and, uh, Penny back on form. Yeah. She, she, she has had a rough period. But she's really <laughs> back to said. her best. Yeah. Uh, wow. Candles and everything. 
but she's carrying so, a tray and his dinner is being served up in sort of proper white ser- serving bowls with with, the, um, a, a with lid. lids. Is, is, that a, is that a gravy board she's got? Yeah. Right. in front it, of her left breast. What's in these pots? Potatoes in one. Good. <laughs> Meat in another. Good. And a gravy in the gravy Just, bowl. Smash it. Uh, Stick it down here in front of me so I can take a good look. It's just potatoes and gravy. <laughs> just potatoes and gravy, that's all. Like you like. Good. She, I put my special red polar neck on because I know it's a special night. God. And what, I tell what? you what, love. I, you know me. I'm not usually the poetic type. But your fucking tits look cracking tonight. <laughs> Especially with that gravy in front of them. It sets them off a tea. <laughs> Got me thinking it has. <laughs> Thank you, Roy. <laughs> I wouldn't mind pouring that gravy all down your front. <laughs> For a woman who's given birth to three kids, you look incredible. <laughs> Especially that fucking boy one. He came out fucking practically three stones. He was three stone when he came out, you funny. Fucking <laughs> unbelievable. I nearly called up Guinness Book of Records. Size of the cunt. He had hairy feet as well. I should have known then something was up with him. <laughs> <laughs> it came out wearing a body warmer. Unbelievable. <laughs> came out in a fucking G-lay. <laughs> <laughs> so she says to him, you knew you'd have to go back there one day, Roy. I know, Penny. I've been having nightmares about it. <laughs> the metal block again. Uh, <coughs> if the Walford fans regard me as some kind of traitor who walked out on them just as things were going well, they'll really give me some stick. It could affect the whole team. Yeah, it could affect you, Roy. Never mind the whole team. Mainly you. Uh, Roy's thoughts are still me. on Walford. And I am the what? team. Yeah. Roy's thoughts were still on Walford as he joined the Rovers training a couple of days later. Uh, he's thinking, guess I'll have to face the music sooner or later. And uh, he receives a pass. It looks like it's from Blackie, who says, uh, Watch it, Roy! Man on! I think it's Steve Naylor who uh, tackles him. Uh, oops says Roy <laughs> oops uh, and Naila says hey where were you racy in another world I reckon shouts smart ass Noel Baxter as Noel got to his feet the rover's grins vanished ow my knee says Roy Roy are you okay what's the matter I've just said my fucking knee the world of football soon found out and then we see the sport back page, the local newspaper headline, Roy breaks down in training. Sprained knee could rule him out of Walford game. Players don't get sprains anymore, do they? You never no, really sprains sprain. aren't a thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's one of those medical conditions that's gone out of fashion. Doesn't happen anymore and certainly not in football. Oh, I've got a bit of a sprain. It's not quite a break. And it's not a fracture either. It's more of a, it's not a sprain. <laughs> Neither a tear nor a pull, but a sprain. Would they call it a, would they call it a strain now instead of a sprain? Yeah, they probably call it a strain. Or a strain. Yeah. They've just changed the word, haven't they? It's like when they changed GIF to SIF. Yeah, it's like when they changed Norwich Union to Aviva, mate. Yeah. It's the oh, fucking changed, brand. Uh, the so-called branding <clears throat> experts get their hands on things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They'll oh, change anything. That way they changed to Hermes to Every, and yeah. they still just throw the fucking parcels over your fence. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> someone at Walford had a lot to say about the dramatic news, and that someone is Joe fucking Bellamy. Yeah, club cunt Joe Bellamy. Excuse me. Complete cunt here. Excuse me, Mr. Cunt. I mean, Mr. Bellamy. Any thoughts on Roy Race? I can confirm I still hate him. (laughs) And he looks like a massive cunt here. The reporter says, Joe, you must have been looking forward to uh, meeting up with Roy Race again. And Bellamy says, I am. If you ask me, he's making a meal of this so called injury. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Joe Bellamy had lost the captaincy of Walford when Roy took over the club. It explains to us. Uh, it's too much of a coincidence. I reckon he's scared to come back here as a player anyway because he knows our lads still resent the way he walked out on us. I mean, Bellamy doesn't resent it. Bellamy loved it. Bellamy yeah. was fucking delighted when Roy he fucked off. He should have been glad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the morning before the game, Roy gave his knee a final test and it's Taffy Morgan there. Uh, with his trademark cap on, uh, wearing a figure-hugging T-shirt. Um, and uh, Roy says, it's no use, Taff. I'm not going to make it. Rob Richards will have to move into the centre and we'll put Kenny Logan on the left wing. Taffy says, it's still a good team, Roy. Too good for Welford. <clears throat> it's just, he's not only treating his knees, treating his ego as well there, isn't he? Yeah. Don't worry, Roy. You can still beat them without you. Of course they can. Most of the Rovers agreed with Taffy Morgan in the Melchester dressing room the following evening. Uh, Roy says, well, I uh, don't have to tell you how important this game is. Blackie says, uh, we know, Roy, for Pete's sake, stop worrying. Continued later in this issue. I'm surprised he hasn't even put himself on the bench. I am starting to be a bit suspicious about this so-called sprain myself. Yeah. Because Roy's come well, back from worse. I swear once he got out of hospital after being shot in the hair and turned up and scored a goal or something. Maybe I've imagined that. Yeah, he scored the 16th goal in the, that famous massive win. Yeah. Like on a trolley. Um, <clears throat> Still had my fucking IV dripping. Didn't stop me fucking up volleying one from 18 yards. <laughs> so they're, 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 all, they're all reassuring him. Uh, they're saying, uh, Noel Baxter says, just take it easy and watch us tear them apart. Uh, Blackie, like we're going to do in the final. Ch- uh, Charlie Carter, if they get there. <laughs> Jimmy Slade, ha ha ha. Roy in his brown suit uh, walks up the tunnel. It's all right for them. I'll be sitting on the bench with my back to a hostile crowd. And my cock in my hand. <laughs> is this at Walford then, is it? Looks like it is, because there's lots of Walford fans. Having to fucking talk to Taffy all the way through the fucking game. Fucking small talk with a Welshman. There's nothing worse. <laughs> <laughs> but as he, he's, <laughs> he's, like, he's off on this acid house thing all the time. He just talks about fucking DJs. Absolute he likes fucking nonsense after shit clue he comes out with. Because <clears throat> he goes to a club every night. Where we play a Friday night game, he always goes straight onto a club afterwards. So he drops an E at half time. He spends the fucking second half gradually coming up. Talking and all then sorts he's of nonsense about how much he fucking called. loves me. <laughs> it's away at the town. 
Reckons he's fucking getting, getting himself a fucking holiday apartment in somewhere called Ibiza. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking load of shite to me. Fucking at his age as well. Fuck me. As Roy emerged from the tunnel, Wolford fans are all going, Hooray! Roy goes, Oh? And they shout, Good old Roy! Welcome back, racy! Eh? Fucking hell. And they're shouting, We know you did your best for us, even while you were missing the Rovers. You gave everything for Walford, and that's all we ever asked. Fuck me, what? What is this? Power play. Big power play. The the roars of appreciation almost drowned Joe Bellamy's voice. Roy, race, Roy, race, Roy, race. And he's got his arms, Roy's got his arms aloft. Saluting them as Joe Bellamy looks on. So he's still a hero to our fans, eh? Well, that doesn't cut any ice with us, does it, lads? No way, Joe, says his teammate. We'll give Melchester a taste of what'll happen to them at Wembley if they're lucky enough to get there. Smash! He says that as he just fucking whacks the ball at the keeper. The keeper just cowers out the way. Too hard! Hit me some softer ones so I can get my eye in. I'm just warming up. <laughs> We're just practicing, Joe. I used to play in gold <clears throat> so... for a five-a-side team um, when I was at university. And I remember actually said we were warming up for a game and I had to play in goal for this game. And they're fucking, like, doing some shots and they're fucking smacking them. And it must have made the opposition feel quite confident because I was having a go at my own place going, listen, you cunt, if you keep fucking smacking them past me, then I'm not getting a feel for the ball. And it's just going to fucking damage my mentality before we kick off. And they were like, hey, fuck off. Smack, smack. Fucking balls flying at me. And, uh, yeah. You're making me nervous. Uh, I want to touch the ball. Give me an easy one to parry. Look, I'm supposed to be on my team. Uh, you're making me scared of the ball. Not, not my enemies. <laughs> Fucking hell. <clears throat> so as the game kicks off, uh, Walford have bang up for this, even if the fans aren't. Let's go for it, Walford. Shouts Bellamy. Oh, that's the end of the story, but it says next week... Joe Bellamy deliberately intimidates Melchester. <laughs> oh, oh this is exciting. <laughs> deliberately. Sometimes the um, tee-ups for the following week seem a bit boring, generic, dull. They're hedging their yeah. bets. But that is like you're desperate to get on to the next week, aren't you? Joe Bellamy yeah. deliberately intimidates <laughs> Melchester. That's music to yeah. my ears, mate, to be honest. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, just quickly in the Roy Race talking page, there's uh, a submission from a reader which is titled Computer Contest. <clears throat> yeah, it says, uh, I'm writing to tell you that I held a football match between Melchester Rovers and Danefield United by feeding the information about both teams into my computer. Oh! Fucking hell, what we got here? My computer programme. <laughs> At half-time, Rovers led 1-0, the goal being scored by a certain Roy Race. In the second half, Kevin Taylor equalised for Danefield, but with 10 minutes remaining, the famous Rocket won the match for Melchester. Have I pleased you, Roy? (laughs) Is this to your liking? (laughs) No, it is fucking weird. Please cease and desist. 
Plus, there are strong copyright issues here, and you shall be hearing from my lawyers. Right, that says this. That information was inverted commas fed to me by Lee Walker, who lives in Edgware, Middlesex. Whatever next, Lee? Wait till Victor, Victor Boscovich reads this, and then he says, "Alas, alack! Oh, more woe for him." Which I think is one of Boscovich's uh, catchphrases. But yeah, people feeding shit into computers and then sending the results out to Roy. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing to add to that. So, marks out of 10 for that one. We haven't given marks out of 10 for a while, I don't think. Oh, I really liked that one. It was, uh, I like a one where it's a mix. There's a bit of on-field action, yeah. a bit of Penny at home, and a bit of dressing yeah. room. This one had the coach scenes, which I was a fan of too. So, mm. I'm going to give this a 9. I'm giving it a 10, because of Penny. <laughs> yeah. Penny and that fucking spread. Yeah. That spread she's laid on. What's for dinner? Tits and gravy. Count me in. <laughs> yeah. It would have been nine and a half until the gravy uh, made it. Right. Thank you very much. We'll be back and find out what happens next time. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.